I'm Chase Crawford, and I played Nate Archibald on Gossip Girl. Welcome back, listeners, to your one and only source into all things Gossip Girl. You know you love it. XOXO. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jessica Zor, and you're listening to XOXO. I'm really excited about my guest today, and I'm pretty sure you will be too. On the show, you know him for his Serena Blair love triangle, his bromance with Chuck, or his amazing hair. But in real life, I know him as this insanely talented and low-key hilarious Chase Crawford, also known as Nate Archibald. Chase happened to be the first person I met when I joined the cast, and now we have so many fun memories together, like the time we rushed through our scenes to make the Black Keys concert, or one of my many nights on Chase and Ed's rooftop in New York City. You're going to hear all those stories and more starting right now. Here's my dear friend, Chase Crawford. I had to play that. <laughs> that brings me right back. That brings me right back. What's going on? Right back to what? 10 June? I don't even know. <laughs> or roof deck. We don't know. Or the two. roof deck. This is true. <laughs> Hi, Chase. Hi. Oh, I doing? miss you. Look at you. I miss you too. You look great. You got your own little studio in there and everything. That looks nice. I sure do. I'm like living that hockey mom Canadian podcast life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we can get up there maybe to Calgary when you're still out there. You I know. know. I'm hoping next month. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and it's been really, it's actually been really nice because I think since we did the show, we've all been like doing so many different things. So I think for me, everyone's like, do you love Calgary? I'm like, I do. I really like it. But I also think I'm just liking being in one place for a minute because we never really got to do that. Oh, honestly, it's insane. Ever since the pandemic, yeah, I've like, I don't think people know about me. I'm, I'm a bit of an extrovert, but I've become a total introvert. It takes a lot <laughs> for me to get out of the house these days. I mean, it's a lot, you know, there aren't any right. more Taco Tuesdays happening, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you have the most beautiful backyard, so you look like you're on an island somewhere or in the mountains somewhere anyways. I wouldn't leave either. That's it. Yeah, I got some adjustable weights and that's it. I could just do it from here for my whole rest of my life. I'm just going to start a voiceover career from my house and never leave. It's going to be great. <laughs> Is that where you're doing it? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it started with uh, Will, Will Monati, our, our close right. friend. Yeah, he friend. like shipped this podcast hit during the pandemic of 2020. And it was like the only creative thing I did the entire entire year. I, was like, I can get <laughs> I can get used to this. I kind of did it right, right here where I'm sitting now. And uh yeah, it was so much fun. I'm like, you know, I, I don't ever have to leave. This is great. Instacart, you know, it's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been coming up on so many episodes and in so many conversations. Everyone always obviously speaks so highly of you. I don't know if you're aware of like how loved you are by so many people. We're always like, not only does he have this like Southern charm, your parents just did an amazing job with you. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> you're like very low-key funny. Like, <laughs> it's just... I I can get in a mood, you know, I can get, you in, can a get in a mood and we love it. Yeah, yeah, it's just awesome. And then not to like make you feel weird. You're just extremely good looking. 
And I <laughs> feel like even if you're aware of it, it doesn't come across that way. So that adds like another layer of charm, which I'm like, I just don't know how much more charming and amazing you can get, but <laughs> you're just a great person. Well, and you. I love you and I love your family. And um, Chase and I met, I don't know if you remember this, but it was in a lunch room on a location somewhere where you guys were filming. I had not started shooting yet, but I would went through hair and makeup and I was sitting in the lunch area. I 100% remember that. Yeah. You do. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, sitting there and Chase came over and introduced himself and said, I'm Chase and you're playing Vanessa. And he was just, you were very welcoming. So I know over the years I've told you, thank you very much. But for those of you listening, know that like, if you have a new kid coming on to any job that you're doing, know that it goes a long way to go and introduce yourself and say hi. Oh, so thanks. thank you, Chase. Oh, of course. No, I remember <laughs> it very vividly because after a while, like, you know, uh, you know, everything, everything kind of blurs together with these storylines and episodes. But for some reason, those obviously that first fall of 2007, you know, those first like 10 or 13 episodes are very like seared into my mind. But I do remember Josh and Stephanie because they were on set for a good amount that first, you know, little bit. They spoke really highly of you. And, uh, you know, you introduced me to two of my closest friends uh, I have to this day, like right around that, that same time. So, uh, it yeah, was really an incredible time. It was. And. The two friends he's talking about are two of my dear friends. One, Will, and I are like childhood friends, Will Malnati, and then our friend Ethan Russell, and both of their lovely wives, Alyssa and Mina. And we just had this nice group of all of us that met and kind of were living and being in and out of New York. And it's been super cool that we've been able to like grow and support and have this solid group of friends. And it really was from Gossip Girl, even though it was like indirectly from that. That's really, had we not been on the show, we wouldn't all have this like right. little puzzle. And New York too. I mean, like, you know, I'm from Texas. So it was, I'd been, you know, I'd been like on, on one trip when I was like 14 or 13 and, and hated it. It was like middle of July. We hit all the bad spots of Times Square and like all like, you know, <laughs> the M&M factory or whatever, you know, all that <laughs> bad stuff. I thought I wasn't going to like it. And then I got there and obviously, I mean, just. You know, being able to meet people also outside the cast, like Will and Ethan and, and us to sort of form a group. Uh, I don't know if anyone else had more fun in New York at that time, but uh, that was, that was, <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We did. And we're going to get into that, but let's, let me start from here. Okay. So you're from Texas. Right. And you were going to Pepperdine, correct? Correct. Yeah. No. And, and, and coming from Texas. Yeah. You know, uh, the ocean is nice when it's not 105 <laughs> degrees out. You're like, wow, I see what Southern California is all about. But yeah, it is. It is kind of picturesque. You're driving down PCH and then you just it's hear insane. like Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses Paradise City start playing in your head. It's like gorgeous. <laughs> and hence, you know, all my schoolwork went into getting into that college. And then I, you know, it was, it was tough to focus when I got there. It was a lot of fun. So Right. And what were you studying again? Oh, you know, one of those really tough things like advertising or, you know, business. No, I was doing broadcast journalism for some reason. I thought that's, I was taking communications classes and I loved it all. I actually, I took a, uh, they had a really great film study class as well for, I forget what sort of the credit that was for. <laughs> but we would all, yeah, we, me and, me and <laughs> some of my college friends who you know would, would go to this class and probably torment the teacher with and with, rip it up, with, with rip it up, basically. But it was, <laughs> but it was actually that was oddly enough that was sort of I, I watched some of like the greatest films of all time that I hadn't that no one had introduced me to like Rear Window or Run Little Run, which is a short, and it was uh, I really really enjoyed that class and and my time at Pepperdine 
although it was short. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so wait, you were at Pepperdine and then just tell us what happened. I met a woman who had done acting and she was, she just had connections in the business to lower level, like boutique agency. And, uh, I, it was just one of those, you know, college things that you want to like try everything and, and, and just get out of your skin a little bit. So I did actually get talked into going to this acting class that was kind of more Meisner and I think it's called Playhouse West. And anyway, I really, yeah, yeah. I really connected with it and it was like a slow sort of a thing. And it was sort of one of those things too. That I, I didn't, you know, school was my first priority. I didn't put any pressure on myself. And I talked to this agency, this agent, particular woman there, and she decided to kind of loosely throw me out there in one pilot season and I would I would get some good feedback you know I say you're green but you should keep you know going to class and keep at um, it keep at it and so that's kind of how that's kind of how it started and then was this the season pilot season that you booked Gossip Girl no so I'm trying to remember so the first thing I got I remember it was summer oh man probably of 2005 okay was this the covenant yeah exactly okay the covenant I'm glad you're bringing this up. For all you guys out there, I know it's one of the most popular science fiction movies ever. So whatever. it's <laughs> it's uh, What a cast. Kind of the best. Taylor Kitsch, Sebastian Stan, Stephen Strait, and, and our good friend uh, Toby Hemingway. Toby. And, um, yeah. But yeah, we did this movie in the fall anyway. And that, that's sort of what was the moment I was like, you know what? Maybe I should stop going, <laughs> stop going to school and, ma- and make this a full-time thing. And my parents were... A little bit shocked me at the time, supportive. You know, my dad's my dad's in college anyway. I thought he was going to not like that. He did. He, they they still supported me. And um, and then the next pilot season after we shot that, I was feeling it. I was like, I had such a great experience, time on set, right. and and meeting these new friends and these guys. Kitch was living up in still in Canada at the time, driving down for pilot seasons, and they had, you know, I got a script on my desk that was Friday Night Lights, the show. Obviously, being from Texas, you know, I was that's I was, like right up your alley. Yeah, I kind of love all, old, old audition stories now, but 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 it was you know it was for Jason Street, the quarterback, and it was obviously awesome. And I and I, I just kind of knew in my head, I'm like, this is going to be the best thing this year, or possible, or maybe ever. You know, in my head, I'm thinking this could be the coolest thing ever. And sure enough, you know, Kitch kind of hit me. He's like, "Yo, can I can I stay with you?" And he was like, in L.A. I got to go do the same thing you're doing like, on some Monday. I'm like, "Yeah." So he's staying on like my couch. Oh my god! He ends up going in for obviously for Tim Riggins, and I'm thinking, right, right. "Oh my god, this is like <laughs> the greatest thing, and this could be the most epic thing in the world." You know, we just did this movie. Can you imagine then you two being roommates? Oh my god, down there in Austin, <laughs> Texas, and uh, I remember testing for it with Peter Berg and seeing all the people who got it in the room, you know, uh, Mika and Zach and Clemens and all these people and obviously didn't get it. Can't remember what the feedback was there, but but I think, you know, I think I still look pretty, pretty young at that time, but Taylor got it. I was pretty bummed. I was, I was extremely, extremely devastated, but, uh, and I think I went out for a few more things, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like too, when, when you audition for something and you go back on something and you read it and you really like have like this like love for the project and the role and the storylines and all that. And then you go in and there's interest or whatever, you feel even more connected to it. And then you feel like you're one step closer to getting it. So when you don't get it, it is like devastating, even though we always have to tell ourselves like, Hey, let's like, there's a chance you don't get it until you're on set and they yell action. It's not yours. And I'm like, someone told me that once. And I'm like, I really need to take that into every audition because you get like attached kind of, and you have like this you probably in your mind are like, I'm going to live in Austin. My family's close. It's football. It's what I know. You can't help but envision your future. It's like a relationship. Oh. It's like a girl that doesn't want you. You're like, oh my God, I can see us having kids. And you're like, can't help but think about it at nighttime. <laughs> and then they break your heart. You know, you think you did a great read. Right. Peter Berg loves you. 
and then it <laughs> shatters your whole world. No, it is a, rejection is a real thing in auditions, and you you, you do it takes a while. I, I feel like, but it, it is still tough to have a tough skin. Yeah, I think the more and more you go through it, there was times I would like cry for like days over stuff, and now I'm like, all right, on to the next. And then how about this? Yeah. What about when you go and test and you're signing <sighs> what you'll make per episode? Now, you guys, you're going from barely being able to pay your rent to being like, I'm rich. Then you don't get it. Yeah, they make you that, you know, I, for all you guys out there, like you, you got to sign you typically it's like a six year contract. Like, you know, that comes down and to what like, you would make per episode two to four or five actors potentially. And then all you guys sign that contract. So, so you don't have any leverage and then they want you and you, you get the job. But, but it is, it makes it really real in a way that is, it's tough to accept when it doesn't go your way. And a lot of times at that point, if it's between two people, it's like splitting hairs because of a look or like an energy thing. And, and that, yeah. that kind of stuff. A is, height thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just not tall yeah, enough. Yeah, well, yeah. give me some heels then. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. So that was a first pilot season. So then what happened? How did Gossip Girl come about? And what's really funny, we had the same agent that put oh, us both on Gossip right. Girl. Yeah, we did. Heather Nunn she was, was awesome. Yeah, I loved her. Awesome. She's amazing. I went, I ended up, you know, meeting a different manager and I segue. And so, yeah, The Covenant came out in 2006. I, I segued that into, into moving to ICM. But um. I remember that stack of scripts. You can like see it in their office. And they, back in the day when we actually got, you know, hard scripts and before Zoom and right. all that, um, it, it had Gossip Girl. And I had no idea. I just thought, I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. You know what I mean? That sounds, that's, <laughs> what is that's this? That's not Friday Night Lights. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, surely they're not going to name it that. But they right. told me they're like, these are the people that did the OC. And I think I had gone in actually and auditioned for Josh for like a guest star on the OC thing. And obviously everyone, I watched it. I watched like every season of, of that crying right. at the finale. But yeah, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> I, like when I knew Josh Stephanie were part of it, I'm like, yeah, this is, but I saw the role they wanted me to go for. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is, I, okay, I can see this. And that process, that was an interesting process though. Yeah, I was good. We went into the casting office and I think the director and one of the producers was there. I can't remember. And then they called pretty quickly. We're like, yeah, we like, we want to go further and do uh, potentially have a test deal. I didn't realize that that, that mean at the time, I don't know if they really do this anymore. You know, you, you have to basically go back and read the same scenes for Josh and Stephanie and the people you already read for. So now it's like six people in the room and then you got to go over to uh, Warner brothers or whatever, you know, at the time CW is new and read for like the network head. And then you got to go like to the top. 60 people sometimes. Oh my God. And I remember the final one, it was like at the top of the ABC, maybe in Burbank. I don't know why it was there necessarily. Yeah. But it, I walk in this big conference room and I kept me, I remember thinking like, who's going to play Blair Waldorf? Cause that's, I admit, I right. met a few of those girls, you know, that were in the running for it. And I don't know. I just, nothing struck me as like, that's the girl. And, and I remember going up to the top of the deal, still nervous they let me in this massive waiting room, which was just a massive conference room at the top of this thing. And there was this one girl in this chair at the very end, like with her back to me in the chair. And like, I kind of, I'm like, I introduce myself. She turns around, headband on, it's late. And I'm like, I instantly was like, oh, that's the girl. Like if she can, this is it. she can act, I'm sure she can. And I love that. We kind of had an instant like friendship connection, you know, easy, easy to talk to. And, uh, but then yeah, to go into this room and it was like stadium seating, no, no, no yeah. one in the back was lit. Just me and like a bar stool, and it was like you know. And you just see suits. Yeah, you just see like <laughs> faceless people, and it's so weird and like such a weird process. But it worked out. 
It sure did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful for all me of that. Me too, me too. So you book it, you guys go and shoot the pilot, then you, obviously everyone goes back home, it was probably six months later that you find out that it got picked up. So you guys listening, once you shoot a pilot, no one knows what the response is going to be and if it's going to get picked up. So it's so funny that like you go and put all this time, energy and effort into something and you, we have zero clue of what's going to happen. It's wild. Yeah. You form these relationships. It's like camp. You go away for three weeks in New York city. We're staying at like the Gramercy park hotel, which at the time I had no idea. It's like so, so much fun. And we just have a blast. And then you're like, okay, like I hope it works out. You know, might see in the fall, but I actually, I remember the moment that Josh and Stephanie had us up to this little production office, Blake and all of us showed up and everybody. And they just screened it for us. It felt like a, a, an old time TV and like in a classroom where they like, wheel you in. Oh my and God, I love it. I remember that. watching it and being like, oh wow, they made that from all that crap we shot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the music, I remember like the music was so good. I, and I, but I wasn't even fine tuned as an actor then to know like what part of my stuff would make it. I didn't know if it was like going to even come together right. And obviously, it's, it's always, you know, nerve wracking watching yourself for the first time on something. But for sure. they, I remember being like, wow this is like, they got it. Like, this is good. Like, I can't imagine this not getting uh, picked up. And somehow I remember getting a copy of it. And my parents had the DVD and then they wa- they probably watched the pilot like 25 times. They showed it to so many people. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone. They're like, we're having a screening of Gossip Girl. Yeah, they did. They were really, they had fun. When did you and Ed decide to live together? Because by the way, you guys being roommates was one of the best things for me of my entire experience. Oh, the roof deck, oh. the watching football, the making dinners, it like- was- <laughs> Alex Paul living in between a us. Great time. Oh my God. That's right. We can talk about that. That was hilarious. She would DJ is like right next door to me in Ed's building. Jess lived there and literally next door. She's like, come over to my friend's house. He likes to DJ at night, you know? And we'd like go over there at like two, three in the morning and like party. And, you know, but he'd be playing music and he's like, ended up being the chain smokers. It was great, you know? It was, so, it was amazing. So he would remember like Will started hiring him at one of the places, but he was yes. making like a couple hundred bucks on like a Monday night yeah. and now like has a residency and is one of the biggest. Oh man, he's such a good dude that, you know, both are. And yeah, no, I they mean, are. so me and, me and Ed, you know, and Ed coming from London, he was, he was, I think he was like the youngest as well. He was like barely he, 18 years old. Right. You know? Yeah. Like I think just, and you know, I'm, I'm this Texas kid living in California. He's never lived in the States before. And, uh, I don't know. I guess my, I, I remember he was still in London after the party and it was summertime and me and my mom decided to go to New York and like look at places. And we, had, you know, I have no idea. I mean, I knew New York was semi expensive, but like it was insane. I mean, it was, you know, was insane. So I, I looked and I was like, Hey buddy, <laughs> um, do you, yeah. Do you want to like, this is how much it, like, I didn't believe it either. He's like, well, can, can we not get like, like it's, Four bedroom, like ten thousand square foot. You know, I'm like, no, that doesn't exist. Uh, no, we actually can't. That doesn't exist. <laughs> this is gonna be a two bedroom shoebox, and uh, yeah, you're sleeping in the office. And no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very nice place, very nice, very building, nice. extremely nice. And um, I mean, I'm sure even now, nowadays, probably even like triple whatever it was. But you know, you got to put down like the first month's rent, a security deposit, and last month's. It's like a triple thing. I had no, not one check had come in from the show. Me and I had to borrow money from my dad, you know, I, my dad's like, okay, yeah. And then, uh, and then I never saw it. I just sent him, I think I sent him some photos that I had taken. I mean, this is like, 
pre-iPhone days. I mean, I don't even know how. I, like I sent him these photos, and uh, he was like, okay. <laughs> he had never seen. I'll take He'd it. never been there or anything. And But by yeah. the way, how you guys decorated it, it was like very homey. It was very clean. It was very fresh. And that I feel like that was like a place where we would like get ready and kind of pregame before we'd go to a concert or a show or someone's play. Oh, yeah. On the weekends and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was it was a hub for everything. And, you know, and, and, and I I had experience living with roommates, you know, in college and stuff. I'm not sure if, if Ed really did, but him getting to know me in that way and us shooting like it was, <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows <laughs> for better or for worse. But we, we had a, we had a really, <laughs> really great time. Him watching like soccer, European football, me showing him American football. And and, you know, it had this rooftop, you know, that rooftop situation oh that was like. It had like chairs. It was, it, it was it was kind of perfect. It had like a view, and we ended up just going to kind of a local Irish hole in the wall pub <laughs> sometimes, and coming back and we called it Roof Deck. We we bring a couple of Bose speakers up there, and I'm telling you, there wasn't a better party in New York City. <laughs> no, there was not. I agree. It was oh, freaking awesome. It was great. I, Ed and I were like, we need to go back and rent a place and just go to the roof deck for like one night. Just, <laughs> like, bring it back. It was just so fun. Uh, but I feel like you guys stumbled upon it, like went up there one day and we were like, wait, this is up here? This is amazing. We had no idea. And we made friends with the doorman and everything. And so I think they, they let us they let us kind of have a run in the place. I was shocked that no one else really used it. I, I'm assuming people used it in the day probably, but like to get some sun. Right. But like, <laughs> you know, we were up there for the night owl hours, but uh yeah, I don't. I can't believe people didn't either. But also, what was really cool because when the show was like became so popular, it was kind of sometimes hard to, especially you guys, because the way girls were with you. And when I say bothered, it's not like we were bothered that people came up and talked. I don't mean it like that. Right. But sometimes it was like just nice to be able to like be together and not have to worry about anything. You have to like, worry about anything. Yeah, I really didn't. And it yeah. was like an elevator up there, and it was kind of like all contained and like yeah. literally did like every weekend, basically, or you know, yes, in the, in the sure summertime, did. and like seeing the Arctic monkeys in Central Park was just like, oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So you know? good. What about the pool in Brooklyn too? Oh, when there were shows man, there, yes. like MGMT. That, that soundtrack, MGMT, that the insane. first album was like that was like the soundtrack to that summer. You remember that? Of yeah. Gossip Girl. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. You know what else? Like for some reason, the Timberland and One Republic song apologize when it's like you, I think it's you kissing Blair and Chuck sees it or it's Chuck kissing Blair and you see it. I, I, I don't know. But it's for some reason, that little clip and that song defines the entire show for me. Yeah, it's funny. Josh and have a really good sense for like what's going to be popular and kind of jumping on that song before it like really hits and then it like hits, hits, hits around yeah. the same time as the show and they, they look brilliant yeah it was really uh yeah a great soundtrack i mean oh man it's funny you say that about josh and stephanie with music because it was like even like kings of leon or the black keys or florence of the machine like they were really known you know in europe and stuff but like the kings of leon had albums well before that way before it. and then sex on fire came out and people are like kings of i'm like yo they've had like four albums ed introduced <laughs> ed introduced me to their music i remember one time we would make friends with the people at saturday night live and we go to like the dress rehearsal usually you could watch right. dress rehearsal and get tickets to that and and so at some point they let us backstage or something and it's like oh my god that's the Kings of Leon, right there, you know, and they were walking right by, <laughs> and of course he like turns around, was like, "Oi, you know, hey, Matt, you know," and he like, runs up, and then you know they, you know, I guess their girlfriends probably at the time watched the show, right. and we kind of became friends with them, and uh, that that was well, and I didn't shows, realize you know? maybe that was 
the introduction because then, yeah, we would like, I'll speak for myself. I feel like all of a sudden I was like a groupie. I was like not missing a Kings of Leon oh, show no matter where it was. Total groupie. I mean, yeah. We that, went, you know, I mean, Chase, we went to a lot. Went to a it, lot. Just around the probably city. Probably like 10. I mean, I'm probably, and, and that was yeah. back in the day when they would play, oh, I forget the name of the venues, but they would play um, that one in particular, but it was such a nice, small venue. Terminal 5? That was one of them. And there was one sort okay. of the W. I can't, it was more downtown. I can't remember the house, the name of the house. But, but it was uh, awesome. Them and the Black Keys, and they would sometimes play together. I mean, it didn't get any better for me than that. Than it those two, it was you know? so great. Oh, my goodness. I remember one time, it was me, you, and Chuck must have been in a scene either after us, but we all had tickets to a Black Keys oh, show. Oh, right. And we were, like, trying. We were, like, racing the clock to get through the scenes, but we knew – Two of us were going to make it and one wasn't. I don't know how it was right. going to work. And Ed's like, I swear, if you guys go. And I'm like, you're up last, buddy. <laughs> I think we're making it to the show. It was a trip. That was awesome. I remember that. That was. Okay, so you and Ed decide to room together. The pilots picked up. You guys are moving back to New York. What, what are you feeling? Like, are you, like, just pumped because it's a new job in New York City? Do you – because you don't – at this point, you don't know that, like, how people are going to respond to the show yet. Right, right. No, that's that's totally true. We have no idea. You know, we knew there were the books. Uh, knew it was loosely based on books that – well, we didn't know, like, the popularity of those books. I mean, I didn't – you know, I hadn't really read them. And I do remember, like, the first encounter that was kind of, like, a little weird – was actually the Arctic Monkeys in Central Park. And Edward and I were together okay. July running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Like like we were having a blast, you know, and it was like summertime. Right. And at some point the show the show still hadn't quite aired. I think it aired in like September of that year. This is probably like June or July, late July. So but we're shooting we're back to shooting the show and starting the starting the season and and then a couple a couple girls came up to us and you know they're like, Are you guys is it are you guys on is it on gossip or is that coming out? You know, we were like blown away, you know. Like, <laughs> You're like, How do you know? <laughs> want a photo? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was the first time. I'll never forget it. And then it came out and it was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I hadn't seen a lot of the show, Chase. Either did most people that have come on. Like, I didn't really see much of it. We watched it at Stephanie's in the beginning, but right. then we were filming. It was all kind of a blur. Yeah, it was a really big blur. I remember, like, the experience of it. I'm sure if I watched it, I would have, like, like instant flashbacks and, like, you know. Yeah, right, right. Maybe some PTSD. But, no, it was, like, it was such – that first season in particular was just so much fun and so new, you know, and, and also scary because of the popularity. And then you're, like – you know, yeah. what's my material? Where's this going to go? And how do I make it better? And like, and also Sebastian, like who I was friends with again from the company, Sebastian Stan, I'm sure, you know, now he's yeah. crushing. And I remember being on set with Josh and Stephanie out, outside of the school. And uh, I was like, Josh, you know, and I was like, my, look out for my friends, you know, my friend's tape. And, you know, and he was like, actually, he's like our like top choice. I'm like, perfect. I'm like, hire him, you know, and amazing to get to uh, do scenes with Sebastian. I remember like the gambling stuff and yeah. we built all these beautiful sets, obviously at Silver Cup. But uh, yeah, that was uh, what a wild time. I mean, I forget all those storylines. Yeah. Like one thing was dropping. Well, the storylines are crazy. And then when you go back, Sebastian came in like the fourth episode. It's just right. timing is like in my mind until I, I'm watching. I'm like, I, I was wrong about everything. <laughs> Me too. No, it was so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the timing is so crazy to me as well. Yeah. With the pilot, when Serena comes back, did you, because we, it wasn't like you get the whole season, all the scripts for the first season. No, no, right. That was, again, this is like all 
very new to me, even the experience of, of being on a TV show that's successful and going to run. But yeah, I remember getting hard copies of the script at the same time everyone else would. They would just drop them off to you at work or your trailer. And it was always like, ooh, like what scenes am I going to get? Am I going to yeah, get am I with more material this month or, or not? Material? Yeah. And at the time, you're like, ooh, yeah, what girl is going to be? <laughs> but <laughs> it's true because you never knew it. But, then- but I, I do remember the Ed and Lane thing. And writers, they were very smart. Obviously, Josh and Stephanie in, the full, in all the writers' room. But yeah, like when something's working as well as. Ed and Layton's uh, character work on that show. And I remember it being like Cruel Intentions. It had that feel to it. They were like, run to that. And so they they wrote, and I didn't realize how writers adapt and write to your strengths. And they go to what works. And, and that was thousand percent working. And that became one of the cornerstone, you know, sort of relationships and perform both performances of the show. Yeah, it was, yeah, she, she, it was she's cool. just so funny in that role. Yeah, it's just uh, so good. Ed she as well. really did find the humor in that. Right, and then me and Ed would just have a ball on set because he <laughs> he would just like turn slowly and be like, Bart Bass. And then, yeah, what was that line? You know, I dropped my line. And then turn around and be like, Bart Bass is doing it. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, it was so funny. But yeah, I would just crack up whenever he just busts out. People were always surprised that he was British, you know, because he was uh, such very. a good American. It's so hard to do an American accent as well. He always nailed it and it was always so on point absolutely and he would literally turn it on when they said action it wasn't like you guys he walked on set talking like chuck he would talk like ed and then turn into chuck literally after they said action like i'm talking his demeanor his voice his how he stood it was really it was wild. wild yeah 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 you yeah, know especially you guys cuz we knew ed on on so many levels he was very british talked very i mean there was times where my mom would be like yeah. And Ed's like, I'm not asking you a question. And she's like, uh-huh. And like, my mom couldn't understand him because <laughs> his accent was so thick. Uh, oh, man. so much fun. Um, how was that? Like, going home, was did that feel, like, good or, or, or was that weird to, like, be on set all day and then go home? It, honestly, it was never weird. Yeah, it was like that time in your life when you're, like, 20. I mean, God, I was barely 21 or 20 and 22. I mean, we lived together for, I think, two years. And... uh you know, it's technically I was still supposed to be in college. So it's like you're going through right. this wild experience together. And it was actually really nice to have, you know, he he would always say Batman and Batman, you know. <laughs> you know, like Matt, you know, <laughs> he would always say that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Batman. Yeah, it's Batman and Batman over here. You know, he's like, you know, it's, we, 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 we did feel like a team in that way. And like, you know, we could like kind of decompress and talk about stuff and, and mainly just laugh about, I mean, laugh how insane everything was everything that was. was happening <laughs> to us. Like it was really – right. You know, I remember walking out of our apartment and there was like, boom. And they, the first poster was like all six of our faces that. or whatever. And we were like, what is happening? So that was all, we, yeah. we experienced all that together and also yeah. got to know the city together. And it was just really, yeah, it's, it's just those times that, that was crystallized in my mind. I'll never, I'll never probably have more fun than I did those first two years. Of, of <laughs> we'll forget show. any of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you think too, I feel like when I watched the pilot back, you, it felt like you guys had worked together for years like your chemistry was like on the screen, like right away. And um, right. I was just going to say, do you think that also came from being roommates or or you guys just connected and that's, it was the opposite. You guys connected right away. That's why you became roommates and it just worked God, on the show. He, uh, yeah. I, I get along with British people too. I don't know. We, we just like really like <laughs> his sense of humor and my sense of humor really like built upon itself. Like we really had some stupid inside jokes that no one else understood. I love that. Yeah. We would just crack up on set, you know, and, 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 
there was just so many moments on set. We just, and sometimes we would get the, get the giggles and just couldn't stop laughing. It was so ridiculous. But yeah, we, you know, one of the first couple scenes was us like in Central Park and him talking about your, your mom's Paxil. And the thing. I feel like he's walking, smoking a joint or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In Central Park. And he's talking <laughs> yeah, about like. Taking your mom's Paxil Nathaniel or something like that. You know? Nathaniel. Like, you know, he does you know. call you Nathaniel. And then he would say that line like over the years and we would laugh about that first scene. It was definitely, that was the line. And because uh, I remember him making fun of me for it and like, how funny was that scene now? Your mom's Paxil, you know, it was like, but we would, uh, yeah, we would like joke and like replay lines and stuff. And it was just, it was just such a great so friendship fun. and romance. He did, yeah. Chuck did call Nate Nathaniel. A lot. All the time, yeah. That's so funny. Um, (laughs) It's such a trip. And then um, I was going to say how many times, like, I never filmed in the Hamptons, and I just watched that white party back. And Eric was telling us that the the morning of you guys having to shoot at that party, the DP was saying, like, it can't be white because it's going to be too hard with the cameras and stuff. I do remember Eric, like, changing stuff to, like, cream or something or like off-white but right but uh, eric damon's the best i think he's still on the new one but yeah he was hilarious those fittings you know we go into fittings every week and and, and now now in the boys i have no fittings because i'm in the same uh you know man suit spandex the whole time but but we had to go in for fittings every week to like and on gossip girl that was a massive deal even though for me, it wasn't. I was always just in like a suit and like you know a, a nautical shirt, sweater. But um, but we all go in there and that and that room, Eric Damon's you know room with all the fashion and clothes. It was just just like kept growing. It was like a Christmas tree of yeah, purses, it did. you know, and like dresses, and there was just <laughs> stuff sky high, like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. It was so so funny and and amazing. And he did such it's a great so job true. with all the all the clothes. Yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. He killed it. And he like gets into detail of like little things and it's really like fascinating and amazing. Right, right. Um, Did you feel like, I also felt like because fashion was such a thing in the show and then us living in New York City, I felt like the whole fashion world in the city wanted to such a part of the show. Like every night I'd be like, there's a party at, you know, Louis Vuitton or there's this. Remember how crazy that was? Fashion week was insane. Crazy, Yeah. We're in New York too. So the access, I mean, all all the stuff, it was the hub of obviously fashion. So there's way too many things to go to. And we were the perfect age to go to all of them. I mean, but like the, yeah, going to the Met Ball for the first time, it was just so fun. Pretty surreal. And and me though, I didn't even really know what any, you know, I didn't I wasn't like first and like, you know, <laughs> all these labels are fashion and it was just so much fun going to these fashion shows and and everything else. Yeah, it was it was wild being in New York at that time and 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 the show was such like a pioneer in that in that way, mainly with with the women and the girls on the show, but yeah. Yeah, it was insane. There was like a lot with Nate's parents on the show. Nate was the one to like call the police, right? Yeah, that's right. There was a lot of stuff. And Sam Robards played my dad. Yeah, he was so funny too. His character had a drug problem and he would always like, but he would always save it for my coverage when, when the camera's on me. So it would be done and he'd, he'd be like, I'm, well, I'm a, you know, he would like do this thing, like, you know, <laughs> and have the sniffles and like way overact. I'm like, Sam, stop. I'm, I'm cracking up. Oh my but god! But he was such a good actor. What would what do you do to not laugh? I, I don't. I don't. I just laugh and I lose it, and everyone's mad at me <laughs> the whole time because we're taking another hour because I can't stop being an idiot. 
you know, that's what happens. Well, that's hard. It is very hard. Yeah. I remember Penn would be like, Jessica, just look at me, make eye contact. And sometimes it worked. And then sometimes it was <laughs> way worse. I'm like, you're literally looking at me straight face after you just made me cry, laugh. And now you want me to not laugh? Like, no. It would always make fun of me. Yeah, because I couldn't, if it happened, I couldn't look at him. I would just kind of be like looking off and like, I'm like trying not to smile. I know you can't see the video, but yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to smile. And he was like, you're, so, you're doing your it again, man. You're doing it again. So he's, trying, he's making me laugh. You know, it's so funny. Like it was, <laughs> those are great moments though. They're fun, you know, cause you're working all day and you're tired sometimes and you do, you know, when you're filming, you do these takes like a thousand times cause you get a wide angle, you get all these different camera angles. So you do your performance and it kind of, can kind of spice it up and make someone laugh. So yeah, but Sam Robards was such a great actor and, and yeah, it would, there would always be, yeah, there'd always be a finale with me punch knocking him out you know coming outside the limo but uh <laughs> Nate coming yeah, in hot yeah, yeah. yeah just like the punch out of nowhere but Jeez. no it was that was a great storyline you know he definitely had he had some uh some familial issues for sure you know <laughs> right I like had forgotten about all that and then I'm watching I'm like wow this is like there was like some intense stuff but also he played it so well and it's funny because when you say how like funny and stuff he is because of the way the character was and how he played it you would never imagine you would never like, know literally trying to make you laugh <laughs> you'd never know he's like johnny comedian over there and it's funny i haven't seen it in so long yeah it's it's good to think about it I you should, should go, go watch, watch a couple episodes just yeah. yeah it's it's a trip it's so wild um i have a clip here that's about when vanessa comes on basically and nate and vanessa have their thing and i just want to touch on it because i remember we were like friends and hanging out all the time me you ed will you know, all of us hanging out. So it was funny. I remember getting it and being like, wait, Nate and Vanessa are going <laughs> to like start dating. Little did we know. And then you still don't really know where it was yeah, going to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know everyone was going to date by the end of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We were exactly. Like, wow, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so can you guys play the Dark Knight <laughs> clip too? So when am I going to get to see you again? Depends. Can I count on you not to cancel at the last second? That will never, ever happen again. It's okay. No, 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 I'm serious. Like, I mean, everything with my family's been so crazy. But when you called today, it just felt like, like I could breathe again. So I want to do this. I want to make this us right, okay? Okay. Tomorrow night? Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa and Nate. <laughs> That was Brooklyn. funny and cute. But I had so much fun just working with you because we had like we just laughed and had a yeah. good time. Um, but I did I did think it was like a cute relationship. I thought it was like it was great. It was. I thought Nate and Vanessa were very I loved cute. It. I didn't know how long it was gonna go, but yeah, it was just that was and fun. And when you get to start shooting with, with you know, so, and sometimes it would be me and Serena or whoever, and you get to you get you get to like hang out with that person like all the time that day and you kind of like you got deep in your friendship I and mean, when you spend like 12 14 hours a day on set with people and, and you're doing scenes all the time it's uh it's awesome you really get to know them on a different level yeah, yeah. and also when you really do connect on a friendship level it's like it's very special because it doesn't it doesn't honestly happen all the time and and we definitely had a, the cast in general we all were very lucky connected. to have each other and, and very connected yeah yeah i agree yeah. i agree so being on The Boys is a very different, it looks like you guys, I mean, I've met some of the cast and they're so lovely and awesome too, but how different is it doing a show like that? Only having one costume. That's the same on the Orville. One costume. How is that for you? Because I kind of am like, oh, this is nice for a minute. It is. It is nice for a minute. Yeah. It, it, it's so weird. And uh, a, a, because the show is a little weird and, and, my, and my character is very weird, but it's good to, it's a good to do. Con you kill it though, Chase. Thank you so much. I mean, it's so you're so. It's good. great to do comedy and and have 
a little fun with it and be able to improv. And, you know, I don't know, like being also being in New York on the streets at that time, shooting Gossip Girl, it was, it was a little stressful at times. I mean, there was a lot, could be a lot of tourists, you know, and kind of a lot of things going on to kind of distract you. And um, I mean, but that was, it was an absolute blast. You know, we got to shoot in all the coolest places on location in New York, but being in Toronto, it's different. It's a little more, a little quieter and it's just a little, it's nice to have people like Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty. I mean, I work with them more than, you know, the boys sided with Jack Quaid and them because that's just the way, the nature of the show, if you haven't seen it. But but Anthony's is amazing and Aaron's amazing. And, and that side of it is great to like show up and work with them. And it's a lot more just kind of quieter. I'm older. There's no roof deck. It's, uh, you know, it's, right. <laughs> it's good. It's just like a, a different job, different chapter, different altogether. Right. I mean, like your character is very different than Nate and very different than anything you've played. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very different getting those scripts as well. And it's like, oh, wow. I right. Mean, yeah, there's like uh, there's a dolphin in there. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and, you know, it's just different than what I'm used to. But uh, yeah, but it's but they're right. good about getting they get us the scripts ahead of time. It's also a different speed when you're only shooting we only shoot eight episodes and they're full hours right. and their total production value is very different because it's it's there's just so many moving parts and action and stuff on the other side of it but so it's a very different show and it's it's great to experience it i feel like you get one skill set by doing gossip girl and, and doing those 26 episodes and, and really you know going to work all the time and boom 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 and, and then uh this is a little bit slower and it's it's nice Toronto's a little quieter you know i'm getting older you know? yeah so it's, it's good for sure. And who called you? What did you read? What was the moment when you found out it was nom- like an Emmy, like nomination? Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, honestly, I was so wild. To be completely candid and honest, I had like no idea. I was not expecting that. I just, not because of the, the, the level of work on our show, I genuinely believed and still believe that there's actors on our show that deserve a nomination. And, and I just know Typically, and we all talk about it with Eric Kripke, even like our, our shows like ours don't get recognized in that regard. You know what I mean? He he described it like we're like the caddies at Caddyshack who jump in the pool and, and wreck everything. You know what I mean? Like we were, we were like the kid, like the children at the party. Who like, like it was really shocking. I think I woke up to like a group text from from uh, our cast and, and someone texted. I thought it was a joke. I like laughed. I'm like, no way. You know, it was like the week <laughs> of my birthday last year, 2021. It was like the summer had come out, like things that kind of loosened up in Toronto pandemic wise. And it was just awesome. Yeah, we. I, I, I got it. That was like the best birthday present I've ever gotten just to get that. I'm sure. Okay, wait. I need to know like what happened with your parents. Like, did you call and tell them? Did your mom find I out? I called them right away. And she, she's freaking out. She obviously told everyone that she knew like that day, you know what I mean? And, uh, but to know really to get that recognition, you got, you know, you got to like soak it in and, and it goes quick, you know? And, and how was it being there? You know, what was great about it was, it was like, we have the best crew and, and it was just like, even after season one, when the show we turned out so well, we were like floored by it. Like the crew got like a boost from that. And from this, like Carl Urban came on set and gave like a big speech and was like saying to the crew, like, you guys did this. You know what I mean? This is because of every single one of us on this set to make this happen. And it was, it was a big moment. We went out and celebrated as a crew. I mean, you have to, it was just yeah. a really, really big moment. And that's kind of rarefied air that comes around every once in a while. So yeah, so we got really pumped to keep going on it. Yeah, yeah. That's so great. 
Also, you know what we never like touched on there. Remember the time that me and Ed came for Thanksgiving and went oh, to like, my, that was a blast. I think the genesis of that was like on set. Ed, Ed you know, like, I've never really, you know, they don't, uh, they don't really they don't celebrate. celebrate Thanksgiving. So you're like, I want to experience, you know, a, a Texas Thanksgiving, man, you know, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then, and then you got you, I rope you in and we all go down to Dallas and stay with my family and had an absolute wild time. All my Texas friends still just ask about you, only you. Every time <laughs> I go back, I'm like, how's Jessica? Well, oh. if you guys don't know, Jess is the life of the party. She's the best, most fun, and sweetest oh, as so well. Funny. Like She'll always come around and get to know every single person, and they love you. And that was one of the best trips of all time. That was great. Oh, my God. That's so nice of you to say thank you. And I loved all of your friends. Obviously, love your family and your sister. And Yeah, my mom loves you. You guys still talk. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Did we go to a football game or no? I can't. I, I can't remember. I don't think we. I don't did. think we did with Ed. But then another year, Nina and I came for Thanksgiving. Yes, and we went to a game. And my God, yes, that's crazy. that was awesome. Hawk, too. Hawk's now like almost ten years old. My sister's oldest, my nephew, and uh, and that was when he was like two or something. So that was like I know. wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was yeah. a blast. Yeah. So fun. Oh, man. And then you just worked with Nina on the I reunion. Did. Yeah. And she said that she just had the most fun. Yeah, it was great. Another buddy of mine, Billy Magnuson, and we uh we had a blast. It was he's great. He's great. It was great to shoot in Los Angeles. I've never really even worked at home that much and gotten to sleep, you know, sleep in my own bed. So it was nice right? to like drive my car and go out to Calabasas and shoot at this location. And uh it was so good to see Nina and familiar faces on set. It was it was a lot of fun. So yeah. And your character's funny. It's like a, it's comedy. Right. No, it is. It is. My I just am happy that you're doing that because we always said, like I was telling you, like our group of friends is like, Chase is so <laughs> funny. And like the world doesn't know, like we can't wait for them to know. And like, I'm still trying to, I'm still yeah. pushing in that direction. Yeah. Like, and now I show up on that set. Yeah. I just like, I'm like, be like, okay, so you're going to do this. I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever I want the first day I can see if it lands. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's kind of like, I'm just going <laughs> to do it, it and throw this thing at Billy and see what happens. But yeah, it's it was a lot of fun and it was a very short uh, set for me. But yeah, I, I kind of played this like billionaire asshole who lives in the house. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun for a couple of weeks. And the, and that cast was great too. Yeah, Lorel I mean, it was a great and cast. Jillian Bell and, and Nina and Billy and everyone was fantastic. So yeah. So excited. I'm really excited to see that. I love that you guys are going back and doing another season of The Boys. I'm so pumped that you, that like a nomination and the whole thing with the Emmy, like that's just so amazing. Um, it's really just been fun, like kind of taking a walk down memory lane. Isn't it kind of like crazy that it was over 10 oh years my ago? Gosh. I actually, I think about this even as we get further and further away from it because 2007 was so far away. It was literally the I first iPhone came out and for the people who are listening, like, it aired, I can't remember when it aired, maybe like a, it was like a Tuesday night, but I mean, if, I think DVR was barely new, like if you missed it, it was like a, it was like a live television viewing moment, yeah, you know, and it was like 26 episodes, like a full old school uh, network it's calendar nuts. anyway, it's, uh, it is good to, to take a trip down memory lane because I forget, like it was such an iconic thing and, and, and still is, you know, at the time and even getting on a streaming platform and people still come up to me still you know, like uh, the same age group sort of still comes up to me and we had a blast we did do you remember <laughs> my like sister sadie was like rolling around on her oh little my God, i do remember you know what i mean she was so young and now she's oh 19 my God. it's like Feel crazy old. i'm like she was a yeah. child she would be like i want to come on the show and play blair's little sister i'm like you don't want to play vanessa she's like nope <laughs> i want to play blair's and she obviously was too young to see the show but it was so cute <laughs> 
Yeah. She has like in her room, like she still has the, that, like one of our surfboards. Remember how many surfboards <laughs> we'd get at the Teen Choice Awards? I do remember those surfboards. <laughs> I think one made it into my pool yeah. one night. Yeah. And that, that, that didn't end well <laughs> trying to jump on that. But yeah, I think my mom still has those in an <laughs> attic somewhere. Yeah. They're very somewhere. nice surfboards. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Um, Actually, I'm going to play one quick game and then I'll, I'll let you go. And then I was, this was just so lovely. Oh, I'm like really glad that we got to do this. Yes. Yeah. We love yeah. You. So I'm going to say a quote. You have to guess who said it. It's, it's just it's all fun. Wise, the characters in the show. Yep. Whatever character said it. Okay. Don't F with an F-er. I know that look. <laughs> Chuck? Don't F with an F-er. I know that look. <laughs> Good job. I haven't even hear, heard his voice. Yeah, don't F with an F-er. I know that look. Yeah, he's great. You, that's, you're like really good at uh, it. I used to be able to imp- give a good Chuck. impression. All right. Keep going. Let's hear That's my first experience being someone's fake girlfriend who knew I'd do it as a profession. <laughs> That's uh, Blair. Ooh, maybe not. I'm going to say Blair. I'm going to say Blair. And that was my first experience being someone's fake girlfriend. Oh. Who knew I'd do it as a profession? <sighs> I missed it, Serena. <laughs> I was Blake. Serena. Yep. Ready? Punishment is your middle name. Oh, gosh. That's, that's Blair, I think. Punishment is your middle name. Was that me? Nate. Was that me? <laughs> talking to wow that was uh, really good line delivery that was the best that's the best that was good yeah. okay just tell me that no one's trying to stop a wedding run a ponzi scheme <laughs> give anybody fake cancer or turn into a justifiably vengeful townie i know that's blair okay this is i'm a third time to charm she gives get the biggest chunk like chunk of dialogue she would get those long ass if that's not her i'm i'm going home okay whoa just tell me that no one's trying to stop a wedding run a ponzi scheme give anybody fake cancer or turn into a justifiably vengeful townie Oh, that's Eric. Eric. But you know what? That was oh like, my, I would have never, oh I would have guessed gosh. Blair too. Wow. But the Ponzi scheme thing, I forgot about that storyline. I really got to go back and watch it. This is, this is terrible. That's it for the quote game. But good job. This was super this fun. Was a blast, Jesse. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thanks yeah. for coming on. I want to start a podcast now. This is fun. This is good. I need to, you know. It's really fun. It's great. Aw. Uh, well, I'll leave you to it. I appreciate it. You're so sweet. You're so wonderful. I'm excited to hopefully see you next month here with yes, everybody. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait. Um, again, thanks, Chase. Love ya. Jess, you're the best. You look great. I can't wait to see you. Yeah, let's keep talking about next month. Yes, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Chase, aw, I love you, buddy. You're the best. And you make me feel like the Gossip Girl days are here all over again. <laughs> and you really really cracked me up. And I'm just so proud of everything you've been working on. You all need to go and watch Chase on the Boys on Prime Video and also look out for his new movie, Reunion, with our dear friend Nina Dobrev, which will be out soon. That's our show for today. Please subscribe and review if you've liked it. I really, really like to hear your feedback. Until next time, XOXO. XOXO is produced by Propagate Content and me, Jessica Zor. Our show is executive produced by Ling Lee. Our producers are Diego Tapia, Emily Carr, and Hannah Harris. Original music by Moxie and Loon. And the episode was mixed by Seth Olansky. <laughs>